Hey, 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 y'all. What's going hey, on? Hey, there? hey. Welcome to another episode of the Nerve Related Podcast. What's going on, B? How's your week been, baby? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. You know, I am uh, still feeling a little sick from the last, I don't know, three weeks or so. I got some congestion still built up. I don't, I don't know. Today's a good day. I got myself a pedicure, a pedicure, fellas. If you ain't getting your pedicure done, you're missing out. It feels amazing. My girl and I went and got a, a taper, got lined up, went to my mom's house, had some dinner. It was, a, it was a good Saturday. How about you? How's the baby? Man, baby's doing great. Baby's doing great. Um, I'm getting my paid leave for four weeks. They try to play me at first, but I'm not an idiot. <laughs> okay. I come from the streets. <laughs> no, yeah, the first caseworker they gave me, like I, I so they make you they do they make you do so much shit. They, they try to make you not do it, obviously. <laughs> so then I download this portal, get into the portal, and I see it says like FMLA leave. I was like, no, 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 no. And they're like fax, email. I'm like, nope. I look for a number, I get in contact with her. And I'm like, uh, what's up with this non-pay leave? Like, oh, then I think get you to another caseworker. This is not paid leave. I was like, Yeah, I don't want none of that. None of that. <clears throat> They're like, Well, um, your job offers you four weeks paid leave. I'm like, Yeah, I want, I'm gonna need all that. <laughs> so then I got a hold of another caseworker, then she emailed me fax, no phone number. So I emailed her the form they needed, no response. I called the other lady, then I get the number for the other lady, called both of them, leave voicemails, no responses back. I was scared for a second. I'm like, Man, because I don't want to get suspended, you know, something like that. These people are fucking around, right. She finally called me. She's like, "You good to go? We paid thirty hours a week instead of 40. I was like, "That eh? cool." <laughs> so other than that, man, baby's good. Do I thought I was getting sick as ever? But I just, I don't know. I'm not sick anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so that, that's been good, man. That's good. good, man. So tonight's podcast is going to be probably a little different. Ray and I are watching the UFC together online. Um, so we may be in and out and reacting to certain things that are happening, you know, as we're going on, but we're going to rain or shine, sleet or snow. It does not matter. We'll be doing a podcast on Saturday nights. Um, some of these might take place in my backyard with the fire rolling and a lot more people involved. But, uh, for now we are going to be on here, you know, doing our thing and watching the UFC. Hopefully some cool stuff happens that you guys can see us react to. Brian, yeah. first and foremost, I want to ask you a question. Did you yeah. get the Rogan Gambit comic? I did. It's upstairs. I got to get it. Damn, I wish you had it downstairs. I yeah, I, I almost brought it down. I, you should have. I, I looked at the stack, and I was like, I should bring it down that, but I didn't. Yeah, man, you should, you should have brought it down. But yeah, guys, so last week, I was like, dude, if they made any comic book ever, and they were getting back and like reading like paper comic book, like going to the store and getting them, I was like, they need to make a Rogan Gambit comic book. Dude, I'm legit. Like two, three days later, guys, they announced that Rogan Gabbitt was coming out this Tuesday. I was like, what? I spoke in fruition, people. And I'm super excited. And then we didn't even look at upcoming releases. We just spitball what we were talking about anyway. So like it was a it was a nice surprise. No it was interesting as shit. Dude, <laughs> I sent it to Ray. I was like, look what comes out on Wednesday. He's like, What? Dog, that is it's crazy. And dude, I saw I was watching the X-Men, original X-Men cartoon, my son this uh, morning. We watched two episodes. <clears throat> and then he was like, Dad, tell me all the characters. I was like, Bet. So I'm just naming them off, telling them. He's like, Man, who's in big robots? I was like, those are sentinels. I was like, those are killing mutants, you know? And then uh <clears throat> the sentinels are like shooting beams and stuff, and the Cyclops is like, 
oh, uh, what did he say? Um, I forgot the, his line, but he was like, um, concussive blast or something like that. He's like, here's one from a pro. He's like, shoots dude's head off. Junior was like, whoa, what, what, what? I was like, dude, that's my favorite X-Men right there, man. That's Cyclops. I was like, hey, everybody hates him. I was like, but I love him. I love that line, dog. He's like, take one from a pro. Bless his head off. That cartoon is so It's so good. I hope I hope they don't mess up X-Men 97, bro. But it's the original writers. Like it's a lot of the it's a lot of the same stuff. It's gonna be awesome. And they already renewed it for season two, so whatever they saw in season one, they clearly were like, okay. This is going to be fire. Keep it running. Yeah. Like One thing I like about that cartoon is that Gambit played a big role in more than a few episodes. Yeah. Shooting the first episode, man, like, he shines, man. Catches Jubilee, and he's like, pick a card, any card. But then later on, he gets into it with Cable, and he's like a thief or whatever. And, and Bishop. Like, and yep, he has dude. his own little episodes when he goes back to Louisiana, and they show the thieves versus, um, what is it? The thieves versus the... Assassins, I know. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. and then they had the the little love thing going. That dude, that cartoon is fire, bro. Yeah, so fire, man. Storm. Everyone got their. Everyone gets their due, pretty much, man. I love that cartoon a lot. No, I love it. I mean, I watch it randomly. I'll be upstairs, and I'm kind of. It's super late, so like we're trying to build this channel, so a lot of hours goes into you know playing or trying to think of ideas, but. It'll be like 11 o'clock. I'm on the couch, like, just winding down. I'll be like, ah, let me throw the X-Men animated series on. Just watch a couple episodes before bed while I'm playing Marvel Snap. <laughs> yeah, I lied to myself. The other day, I was like, Batman the animated series is, is the best cartoon ever. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's X-Men. But they're, they're I mean, really it's cool. up there. Yeah, it's 1A and 1B. They're up there. But then nothing tops that two-part um, Mr. Freeze episode. That won an Emmy for Batman the animated series. That episode was so fire. Mr. Freeze is my favorite Batman bad guy. He needs to be in a movie, not Batman and Robin. That don't count. I don't even I don't even I don't even count that movie as being made. <laughs> Bro. Uh, so my buddy Wes um texted me today and he must have just listened to the podcast recently from last week. And he was like, Man, it was he was like good show last week. He was like, especially talking about that Aquaman stuff and just you know how where that's going and stuff. So it it makes us feel good, obviously. It's our people are listening, even if it's five people, you know, ten people. Man, you should, we'll keep you growing it. We appreciate that, the love. Um, comment on our socials, though. It's the only way to grow this stuff. Share it. Let people know that it's interesting, that it's fun. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty insightful on the stuff we talk about. You know, just you said that about come to guy. learn, like, because we're going to be spitting about things you might not even know if you're, like, more casual than, you know, a diehard. We got a little bit of everything for everyone, so... That was cool to see, though. He had texted me earlier about it. Awesome. No, that's that shoot. That just geeked me up even more right now, man. Like, <laughs> dude, just those. That's that's all it takes because we we gonna do this anyway. Yeah, I mean it's happening you know, no matter what. We gonna do this anyway. This podcast thing, I'm gonna do this for life. All right. This is one of those things, man. Where like we talked a little bit about this a couple episodes ago, and I wanted to make sure that, um, you know, we're honest about what we're doing with the channel and it's difficult sometimes like it's a job and it's hard not to like if you don't love it it feels hard and there are days we love it and there are days i feel like man this is tough but the reality is like it's not just whoa did ray leave come on ray the reality is that it's not just 
us, right? Like, it's not just gaming. Gaming is a part of it. It's not just making a video. That's a part of it. So uh, as Ray kind of tries to jump back into the damn chat here, the reality is, like, we need to stream a couple days a week to get the community involved. We need to create content that is specific, which is super weird for me because one of the things I wanted to do um, was be more broad. And I think we can do that. But the, the YouTube algorithm, from my understanding, I've gone through some courses, it wants you to be that niche channel. So like, I might see if we focus more on some gaming videos to get that rolling and then expand once we're growing, because clearly the algorithm is not helping right now. But um, let's see here. So I'm kind of just pitfalling because I do not know where Ray went, but I went to the movies this week. So uh, I did two movies on Friday night. We went and I saw by myself, I saw um, Creed 3. And it was really good. I really enjoyed the movie. You don't have to be a Rocky fan. You don't have to be a even a Creed fan because they kind of give you a summary. All you really need to know going into this movie is that Creed is the or was the undisputed heavyweight champ. He was an underdog. And then from there, they build onto it. So you don't really feel Rocky being missed because he's not in the movie. Um, and it kind of just flows well, but Michael B. Jordan is a nerd like us. He enjoys all of that stuff and Ray's back. Let's go ahead and add him. All right. This is uh live. What happened? Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties, guys. I kept spitballing there. I was talking about Creed 3, so I'm just going to keep it rolling. Hey, hey stuff like this happens, people. <laughs> <laughs> So, I've seen happen on other podcasts. Um, chunk out Michael or... B. Jordan is a he's a nerd man. He likes anime. He likes nerdy stuff. And this is his first movie that he's directing. So he wanted to incorporate some of the stuff that he loves, um, which is awesome. So you feel the inspiration of the anime. There are scenes in this movie that feel really anime. -y. Like there's a scene where the, he's fighting. Um, Jonathan Majors and they're going at it in the main event <clears throat> but the crowd disappears and then a cage shows up on one side of the ring and it feels like a Naruto scene when he's in his head talking to the Ninetales I was like yo this dude legit took oh, that cool. entire thing as inspiration so it was interesting. Um, really good movie. I enjoyed it. I'm I'm a boxing movie like nerd though. Like I really enjoy boxing movies. Most of them are decent. The scenes in the boxing scenes in this movie though, like the camera angles are different. Like they feel you feel more of the force, which is really, really cool. Like you see what what he's thinking, like he dodged a move and he's pinpointing where he's going and he's learning and he's fighting and then on the next dodge he hits him where he was looking at before what he learned the previous round it's pretty interesting the way that um he executed the film like the way that he directed the movie is legit he did a good job you think yeah i think it was i think i think it's going to definitely earn him a lot more opportunities which is cool 
I'm not a fan of boxing movies um, because when I watch a movie, I like to kind of no, not know what happens. You know, most of the time, you know, the good's going to conquer over evil, mo- like 90% of the time. Yeah. So we know that. But, I mean, in a boxing movie, I know for a fact the main dude is going to end up winning. So when I go into a movie, and it's just personal. That's my personal preference. So when I go into a movie, I don't like going to a movie and be like, Oh, Mike, I know, I know for a fact that you know this is gonna happen. I just don't, I, I can, you know, that's I mean, the reason. How, how is that different from an Avengers movie? <laughs> like, we know for a fact the Avengers are not gonna lose. Like, oh, but well, that's that's comics, man. It's one of my first. It's, it's one of my first. I mean, clubs, it's the man. same like, though. It's the same concept. You don't know. Like, the... there's never been a comic book movie that we went into thinking. I, I shouldn't say never, because there are times where, like, oh, they're going to die for sure. But you never go into a movie like, oh, you know, when it's comic book related, unless you know that they die at a certain point, like, the heroes are going to win. Even if one of the heroes dies, the heroes are going to win. Like, they don't, you know, it's never different. And if yeah. the hero, for some reason, loses in part one, that's why part two is coming along, because they got to, yeah. you know, bring it back. But so it's, 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 it's true, though. The boxing movies do that. Rocky, though... Rocky won, um, I think, an Oscar. I think Rocky won did. <clears throat> but it was because of that, because Rocky, like, the whole build-up to it, he was an underdog, and the ending of that movie isn't what you said. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're both super hurt, and they got to run it back. So it wasn't like he completed that story. But I get it. Yeah, but it's not, not, I'm not saying none of them are good. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying the movies ain't good. You know, that's far from it but just anything with fighting in general i don't really i, I don't i don't watch them if, unless it's a karate movie oh dude whiffed on a kick yeah that that was an error that was an error <laughs> somebody just took a knee guys um, look at here banana peel <laughs> <laughs> one thing uh you guys are listening on spotify apple uh pod or wherever um you're obviously not gonna be able to see this but if you're watching this on youtube I did some work in the game room. I got the boom. I got the mic on a boom now, so it's not on the floor. Hopefully, you can hear me better. But I'm having the boom's not long enough because ideally, I want it like right here, closer to my face, so that when I look, my voice doesn't carry away from the mic because I can hear. I can hear myself. I'm I'm monitoring it, so like when I look at the camera to like look at you or away, my pitch kind of moves away. It sounds a little further. So I try to like move the mic closer, which you'll hear now that my voice picked up. But oh, he's on his back! Oh, uh, he let him go. He couldn't finish it. Uh, but it sounds different. So, but hey, what about overall, that Demon Slayer I love movie? Where it's at right now. What'd you what say? about that Demon Slayer movie you paid? Oh my goodness! Let me tell you. So that so part one of the of the night of Friday night was Creed two three. Part two. So I went to that by myself. The second part of the evening at 8 o'clock, I had bought tickets to go see the new Demon Slayer movie with my wife. We're super into this anime. Um, admittedly, we're not the... Ray doesn't like anime in general, but I'm not the hugest anime fan. I like it, right? Like, I, Dragon Ball Z was my thing when I was younger. I watched all of Naruto. I've watched Boruto, um, Demon Slayer, uh, Attack on Titan, mostly... Um, Hunter x Hunter. So I've watched a lot of like the main, you know, media ones that get a lot of the hype. I've watched some one-off stuff too, but I enjoy it. I think it's cool storytelling and it's cool. But Monster Hunter, not Monster Hunter, um, Demon Slayer is my shit. 
So my wife's super into it. We enjoy it a lot. So we're like, all right, let's go watch this movie. We go to this movie, bro. Full price movie. This is the biggest scam ever for a movie of all time. So Demon Slayer had a movie called Mugen Train. And the movie came out. It was like a movie, an actual movie. A lot of things happened. And then after said movie, the start of the next season picked up. They basically turned the movie into like four episodes and started the season that way. I, I can get behind that. That's fine. This time. Oh, it's over. He tapped them out. Dude, that was like a, a Norse, a Darth, a Darth choke or something. That's a choke you don't see often. That was crazy. Yikes. The hype is real. All right. So I told you guys it was going to be a little convoluted today. But so this time, instead of doing that, which would have been okay, they took the end of the last season, the last three or four episodes, put them into this movie at the beginning with the credits and everything. So it starts with the song, ends with the credits, episode ends, new episode starts, starts again. Three or four episodes like that. Then we get a recovery episode because it was like the it was the finale of the season. So they fought the big bad of that season and they won. Everyone's hurt. People almost die, whatever. <clears throat> and you have the recovery episode where they're picking up the heroes, taking them to go get healed. And then the only new part of this whole movie, an hour and 50 minutes, which was supposed to be a movie, was a 22-minute episode, which is episode one of the next season of him arriving at the new swordsmith, swordsmith village, um, which is going to be what the arc is for the new... It was awful. I legit almost left. My wife was like, do you want to leave? We've already seen this. The only reason I did it, and Ray, you should, even if you don't watch the whole show, you, could check out, you should check out this fight. The animation on this show is incredible. It's digital. It's not really drawn, but it's like a combination... But the fight scene, like the two episodes of them fighting the demons in that season were crazy when I watched it on TV and at the movie theater, it looked amazing. But it was like 15 minutes of an hour and 50 minutes we were there. And we had already seen it. Like it wasn't nothing new. How do you sell that? Yeah, like, dude, and I'm sure it's so, and it, at least initially, I'm sure that, that night so good. Anything? But after the after this comes out, right, and people start talking about it, I guarantee you they're not going to sell a lot. Dude, they should be trash for that. Like that's it was terrible. bad. It was bad. I was talking to Diego about it. Our other buddy, also, you guys have seen him on our channel sometimes, and he was like, "Bro, that was awful." Also, is a huge anime fan. That's all yeah. he watches. Okay, so, like, and then, even he was like, "I can't, I can't, I can't defend it." My partner here says I don't like anime. That's false. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> because. Um, Dragon Ball. Um, I watched the whole Boo saga. I watched the whole Frieza saga. Um, and um, I've seen. Um, I watched the whole big the the first tournament they had when Cell came. I've seen that whole the thing. Cell games. Uh huh. And then I watched some of the Jiren stuff. So it's not that I don't like it, but my my time this case because uh, I work full time. I'm a father, and then I game like ninety nine point nine percent of the time. And if I'm not gaming. I'm probably watching a show or a movie with my girl or I'm trying to read about comic books or I'm like looking into stuff about that kind of stuff. When you get into anime, it just takes up too much of your time. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not willing to 
I'm never going to cut off my gaming time. That's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? And then besides that, I'd rather watch um, movies and other shows. But there's times where, you you know, I'll, I'll get, get into a run of them. I watched some of Attack on Titan. I've watched um, some uh, One well, One Punch Man. I tried to get into Naruto, but Naruto was too slow paced, man. There's too much talking and dialogue and and whatever. I mean, I guess that's what it's supposed to be. It's a show, show. But I mean, I think that Naruto had too much dead time to me when I try so, to watch that. So Shippuden, um, so the Shonen Jump, the first Naruto is like, so think of it as like Dragon Ball, right? Like Dragon Ball and then Dragon Ball Z. So the first Naruto is really like slow. They're, they're kids, they're growing up. Shippuden is the shit and is way longer, but you can't really jump to it because you, you're not going to be invested. You have to like live it, right? And grow up with them and and get the feels that they get yeah. throughout that time. But once it gets to Shippuden, it's fire. So yeah, I don't, so it's not that just like anime guys, it's just there's too much out there, too much time. So much. I gotta, so I gotta much. try to watch One Piece. I got like 15 episodes in and I'm like 185 to go. No, <laughs> 100, boy, there's like a thousand one hundred episodes of One Piece. Yeah, like bro. six movies. <laughs> like, I like it though. It, you know, if I started getting the anime and start watching them, I'd watch that whole thing because I mean, that's the one people of my that have finished One Piece swear by it. Like they say it's the best. I've never watched a single episode. What? So I talk completely out of ignorance. I can't commit to it for the same reason you're saying. Like I'm pretty busy. Like I'm trying to, you know, yeah. get people on board with growing this. I'm trying to get you up to speed because I'm I've been more invested for longer. So like I've learned things on my own that I need to get you to learn. So that takes time. Yeah. Dude, eleven hundred episodes of One Piece would take me like a year and a half to watch on a good run. That's like watching three or four episodes a day. I just like it's not it's gonna like happen. He's like Mr. Fantastic on crack. Like it's fire when he starts fighting and stuff. He's like gung gung dragon for like dude. It's it, it's cool. I, I like it, man. But like I said, I got too too much other stuff going on. But I dig it. I dig it. One thing I figured we could do since we were gonna have this conversation at some point. As uh oh shit, dude, we we should go watch that sixty five million movie together. They're they're showing the play right now. It comes out on Thursday, early exclusive access. We should see if they have some around here. Dude, that movie looks fire, bro. If they have it by me, can you find come out this way? Because I've came to Milwaukee so many times watching movies with you. Let me see. I don't know if they're gonna have it, but we could check. Anyway, so what we should do is, like, look up. Maybe we can ask Diego or see, like, short animes because we can't spend a lot of time on it. But, like, I'll give you one that I know it's interesting because you like, like, horror stuff, like Love horror it. movies. Um, so this might be up your alley if you haven't watched it already. And it's short. It's not long. You can probably watch it in a day if you wanted to. Um, Death Note. So, like, Death Note. There's a Netflix live action movie. Don't watch that. It was horrendous. But the Death Note anime is pretty fire. How many episodes is it? So, uh, I don't know. Between like 12 and 20. Like, it's not a lot. Oh, Um, yeah. So, it's short. But the concept of it is this dude finds like a notebook that's attached to kind of like a devil. And anytime he writes a name in the notebook, then he can kill him. So, like, he can write a Death Note and they would die. So, it's pretty interesting i think you would dig it and it's short 
And then I figure you could take it, you know, watch that in the next two weeks or so. And in the future, in a future podcast, come back and say what you thought of it, right? Like, was it good? Was it? Or yeah, we can make a YouTube video. I can watch it by next Saturday. <laughs> you I'll check it out. I'll check I it mean, out. You got nothing but time for the next month, bro. There ain't no, you know. Yeah, I'll watch it. Man, whatever. I can throw it on while I'm playing the game on my own. Oh, yeah. My computer right here. So, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely give it some time. Wasn't gonna um, what else did I want to tell you? Oh, so you know we were talking about um, the Justice League game. So I read an article. Do I still have it up? I actually read it today, and I wanted to save it. So you remember Anthem? You remember people talking about Anthem, the game? Anthem. It sounds familiar. That it was like supposed to be like the next Destiny type game. They had like oh, the Iron, Iron Man suits. suits. Yeah, Dude, I was super into that. I so liked it. there's there's an article by Game Rant. Um, they must be watching a ton of videos or something, and they're like, the Suicide Squad kill the Justice League feels very much like Anthem. Gameplay-wise and and strategy-wise. Um, I, I, I like that Which game. is interesting. It's going to be a looter. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. So I, I'll buy it. I'll check it out. Yeah, I want to play with you. That's the only yeah. person I want to play with. I mean, with. if you if you play it, you're going to want to play it, so I'll check it out. But it's one of those things where <clears throat> they um they showed a lot of it in the PlayStation State of Play, some more gameplay footage. I want to say it was a few good minutes. Um, But I don't know, man. I I just have a hard time, like, It's hard to defeat a geeked up Superman, bro. <laughs> like I just don't, you know. I don't. I, just, you know, guys. I don't see it. I don't. The the Suicide Squad supposed to beat up a uh, mind control Justice League. It would never happen. Never. Like it's not <laughs> happening. And then that means that their 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 goodness is turned off. Like they would kill you. Flash would one shot that whole. T- like I've seen the okay. So the first gameplay I watched, the Flash is like, "Catch me if you can." Like no, if the Flash is evil. And he saw them there, and they were there to stop him. Game over. One second. Game, Game over. Game over. I'm talking about <laughs> a 1.5 second neck breaker. The whole squad's dead, besides King Shark, because he's a beast. But other than that, like I, I can't see it. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. But I'll try it. I'll keep an open mind. Especially now that we know the gaming division is supposed to link up with, you know, the entire DCU. It could be interesting. Make it all yeah. canon. It, could, it can't hurt. Dude, I'm thinking about uh, collecting uh, Super Mario movie toys. I was at the store for my son's birthday buying some stuff. And I seen the toys. They had uh, Mario, Luigi, Bowser, and Princess Peach. Like, I'm thinking about, like, maybe just buying them and keeping them. They look, they look super dope. Like... Luigi so, comes with a flashlight, and Mario comes with a plunger, and then Bowser, his box is, like, that big, and he takes up, like, it looks sick. Dude. I haven't seen none of them, but I will tell you that that movie is um, garnering a lot of attention because people that aren't gamers, are a little older than me, have talked to me exclusively about it. Like, dude, that Super Mario movie looks awesome. Or like, hey, did you hear about the Super Mario movie? 
So, like, if they're gaining that demo, it's important because they're going to get the kids. They're going to get us who are just, you know, are just the nostalgia factor. And even those a little older than me, but I, those that still love gaming, like, I'm talking about people who don't play video games <laughs> at all. Just like, hey, that Mario movie looks really good. I'm like, yeah, it looks really good. So well, let's say they with Sonic. Mario and Sonic are more than video games. They are, uh, I don't know, it's like part of my life. It's like, like we've been living with these characters for they're bigger than video games. You know what I'm saying? Mario and Sonic are bigger than video. And Mario's been going longer than Sonic and harder and right. better. You know what I'm saying? And Sonic came out and you know crushed the market. You know that these those those two characters are bigger than than games. Yeah, I mean they're a part of the culture. They're a part yeah. of the culture. So and like, all you, play, all you had to play was a little Mario when you were like eight, nine years old, and you love Mario. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I was gonna um make a list for YouTube Shorts for my top five video games of all time, and Super Mario Brothers three is is number one. I mean that, Super Mario Brothers three is awesome. Yeah, that 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 started my um, love for gaming. You know what I'm saying? Because my dad, you could do the two players, and then you guys would each take turns trying to, you know, yeah. beat the levels and stuff. And me and my dad used to do that. That started my love for gaming. So Mario, that, that he's on the top of my list all time. I played a lot of Mario. So my stepdad um, was much older than my mom was, but he loved Sonic. So like, we would play Sonic together all the time. Like he would be, he would play Sonic by himself. He'd just turn it on and just play Sonic for a couple hours. Um, so I get that. I get that feeling for sure. What I want to tell you about this movie, did you hear any of the story direction that they're going with? No, I haven't. So one of the things that they're changing, which I guess makes sense. So you know how Luigi's like real scary, like he's always been the scaredy cat and kind of like iffy. So yeah. in the movie, to make it different, to make the story different than what we're used to always seeing when it comes to Mario, Peach, and Luigi, and Bowser. So instead of Bowser kidnapping Peach... Bowser's gonna kidnap Luigi, so Mario has to go get his brother instead of going to get a damsel in distress. Um, and the director said the dynamic that it causes in scenes where, because he's so scared, where Bowser's like interrogating him or Bowser's crew is like, funny. and it's gonna be super funny. So he was like, I, he was like, it was the direction we chose, but once they chose it, they felt really good about it. So I'm looking forward to seeing. How that plays out a little bit differently. Yeah, I love Charlie Day, and Charlie Day is perfect for uh, for that. I'm a big Always Sunny in Philadelphia fan, so <clears throat> him playing Luigi be great. From what I've seen, when he was in that haunted mansion or whatever, the ghosts and stuff like it's gonna be that movie's gonna be fire, dude. It's gonna be good. It's like a month and a half away only, so we don't got that much time to wait. I'm ready. I'm super ready, dude. So I've been reading a lot of stuff. People are like, thank God this is the Flash last season. Like, people are not on board with Batwoman being the Red Death. So, listen. <laughs> so, we talked about it, right? And we had initial excitement. <clears throat> like, oh, shit, the Red Death's on the Flash. And I've so I used to watch the Flash religiously. So, it's on my DVR on YouTube TV. So, it's recorded the whole time. Like, I, I stopped watching it, but it kept recording every season. So, once we heard or we seen the Red Death, was a part of it um <laughs> i was like okay you know let's watch it like it is gonna be fire at least we get to see something different um 
I'm I'm pot committed now because I've watched like four episodes, so now I need to see it to its conclusion. But it is not good. <laughs> it is not good at all. Captain Boomerang look cool. I love Captain Boomerang for some. I don't know why. I don't know why I like Captain Boomerang. I'm gonna play you guys. So that's a different Captain Boomerang because we had a different actor play it. So when so we're spoiler alerts if you're watching the Flash. So. She's from a different, so this Batwoman's from a different universe. And in her universe, she uses Wayne Tech to basically create versions of the Justice League's power or villains' powers. So she creates a suit that has an artificial speed force, allows her to move fast, but she can't access the speed force. So it doesn't accept her when she tries to go into it. So Barry, in her world, Barry basically did something to kick her out and she ended up in this world now. So our version of Barry has to deal with it. All she wants to do is go home, but Barry's not trying to help her go home. Long story, whatever. But so she's helping these new versions of old flash rogues <laughs> that we've seen in the show for nine seasons. They're like new um, actors, new characters. And she built like versions of their weapons using Wayne Tech, so it's like way better versions of the weapons that they used to use. Oh, okay. like, In theory, it's cool. Execution, not so much. Uh, well, because I was going to watch it, but you stopped me from watching You sent me that clip, and I was like, yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a no for me. I'm trying to watch it right now. I'm trying to play it because I have my phone connected to the soundboard, so I'm trying oh, to yeah. find like what yeah. it was. Um, definitely. But dude, yeah, um definitely we gotta go see that sixty five together and I hope it's gonna be good and I hope it um makes um Adam Driver a legitimate action star because I know he was uh um uh what was dude's name in the Star Wars movie? I'm not the biggest um, Star Wars fan. Kylo Ren. Kylo yeah, yeah, Kylo Ren. I think he killed it in that, but that's not really an action star, I guess. I don't know. So this is gonna be his first time at the action movie and, and everyone can't do action, you know, so well, and Adam Driver, when I first heard about the movie, whatever, I was looking into it, and I watched my trailers. I was like, "Oh, okay, he's, you know, these this is it's gonna be an action movie, dinosaurs, and look like there were some kind of monsters or something as well, or some kind of different beings." But we'll see how he does as an uh, action an action star. But I'm super excited to see dinosaurs in, in a different way. It's always been the same stuff. We haven't really had too many dinosaur movies. Either it's a kid movie or Jurassic Park. So I'm excited for it because I read I read the room wrong um, when I first saw the trailer. It felt like we went back in time to Earth, and that after watching and watching it a couple of times and hearing the dialogue, I haven't necessarily looked anything up, but it seems like these humans aren't from Earth. Like they discovered Earth 65 million years ago that that's different that's different to me like you know we're we're expanding and exploring the universe and we find this planet you know third rock from the sun and there's dinosaurs here and how do they interact with what they're trying to do and the technology and do they get stuck here and how you know like how does that create and change the fate of the rest of the world i'm excited for it it's interesting So you guys know where the meat and potatoes are at as of now. So uh, let's get into it, B. The last episode of The Last of Us, man. Oh, yeah. 
Dude, whoever her girlfriend was, her love interest, she is such a fire actress, dude. She's fire. Yeah. Um, Her, she wants to be in a Marvel movie. She does. She used to work with Disney before. She was in A Wrinkle in Time. She was the little girl in A Wrinkle in Time. Dude, I'm tired of people... If it ain't exactly what they want, like dog, and they're like, "Oh, another filler episode," blah 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 blah, whatever. Dude, you need you, we need this. You need to see what she went through. Like, you know, because when you know, because when dude's talking to her, he's like, "You don't know nothing about loss and stuff like that." Yeah, she does. You know what I'm saying? She grew up in this garbage, lost the only person she loved. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I thought it was great, and I like. The way they showed how both of them dealt with it, like one girl just sat down, like, "Oh, this is it," you know. And Ellie was raging. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> rage came out. No, she that's an hot. important distinction in that episode. So, um, I I called this the DLC episode since day one. I said, yep, "There's going to be a DLC episode. There's it's unavoidable." I just didn't know when it was going to happen. We theorized it could be after the first season, kind of like an in-between season one and two type of filler just to give us something. But we got it now. We got it early. Um, it, it was, was important, perfect. guys. Like, It's important to see the loss she experienced and why she refuses to leave Joel. Like that whole episode, everything that happened to it, obviously, you know, people have shit to say about them being a lesbian but I, if you listen to our podcast i warned you episode one if you were mad i told you they're hint if you didn't play the video game they're hinting at it once the bill and frank thing happened i was like wait until you guys see ellie's gay like it's gonna be a problem for a lot of people and sure as shit here we are um <laughs> but dude there's like 10 we just talked about how there's like twenty thousand animes to watch like if you don't like it, just don't watch. Don't watch it. Go watch something else. But that rant, that rant aside, like it was important to see when they both get bit. Like she's like, "Hey, let's spend our time together, right? Like, let's don't you know? We're not gonna leave. We're not gonna go. Whatever." And then Ellie knows she's not gonna die. She can't die from being bit. But now that Joe's on the precipice of of dying, it's important that those lessons she learned in that mall and why it informs who she is. Like, she's not going to leave them. Like, there's no way in hell she's going to leave them there. Um, and that was that was the purpose of it and Mission Accomplished. Another really good episode, um, in my opinion. It was cool, though. Like, these are kids. So this has been going on for over 20 years. So these girls haven't truly experienced that right like they've never been to a mall they don't do sleepovers like and we've seen bits and pieces of like when ellie asked joel about the plane when it was crashed and what what was it like to be on a plane they haven't really done it and experienced it so now they're playing video games like they're being kids like they're being teenagers you know spending Dude, I love a ditch day the, in the mall she had the mortal Kombat and the poster, poster yeah. up on her wall. And then they were playing it at the mall. She's never even played it before. Like, I thought that was so awesome. Like, so awesome. And so then the thong cool. part. And she was telling her, like, when she was doing fatalities. 
And then she was like, push this, this, and that. And then she was like pushing in the inputs to do the fatality. Yeah. That was that was cool. I thought, yeah, the after her episodes, Fireman, it's the best show on TV. It's the best thing going right now. And like you said, like she like there was no way in hell she was leaving him because that's the only person that she cares about. And she knows he cares about her, and that and that's all she got. And she was saying, like, I'm gonna die without you. What what's she gonna do without him? All right. And she started stitching them up and stuff. I was like, oh, dude. I was like, oh. Yeah, dude, that, that was real cringy. That was cringy for I've sure. Got stitch, I've got stitches one time, bro. And it uh, it, it wasn't fun. I got, so I cracked my head open multiple times. But when I was in the sixth grade, we you were there at Walker. When I was in the sixth grade in my shop class, um, I was going to go sit down at my bench, right? So you have these little stools. Your bench has like a, a vice grip tied to it. It was wood shop. Like we would cut stuff. Our buddy Josh, you know, he's a part of Nerve Related for a little bit. Really good at doing some of that stuff. Anyways, so I'm going to my to my bench and there's a stool in between the two benches. And I don't have a stool. So I walk in between the benches. I grab the stool, take it to my bench, and I'm going to sit down and this girl pulled the bench from un the stool from underneath me and I fell back and hit my head scraped the back of my skull on a vice on a metal vice in shop class did you pass out no so I like I got up and I'm holding my I'm holding my head and this other girl was like oh my god he's bleeding so the shop teacher comes running so he's like come on come on come on so he pushes me like, he walks me to the bathroom, which was, like, right outside the classroom, probably, like, 50 steps. So he's, like, go in there and, like, I'm going to go get help. So I walk into the bathroom, bro, and I put my head over the sink, and it's just pouring blood. Like, the blood's just filling up the sink. I'm talking about it was crazy. So now I'm, like, getting a little woozy because I'm losing that amount of blood. Like, I don't, I don't get scared of seeing blood. It was just... I was losing blood at a pretty rapid pace at this point. So the nurse comes down and Mr. Burgermeister was our shop teacher's name. He like wrapped my head with this like towel and was like putting pressure on it. And I'm sitting down now. Like he's like, hold it. So I'm like holding it and he's in front of me and I'm starting to pass out. Like I can, I'm starting to like really fall asleep. And he's literally probably 12 inches from my face. And he's yelling at me because he doesn't want me to go to sleep. So he's like yelling and yelling and yelling. And I can hear him, but he just sounded so far away. And then the only thing I really remember, I must have passed out. Because the only thing I remember, the nurse asked me if I could walk home. Call <laughs> the ambulance. So, <laughs> um, so they call an ambulance. I go to that to St. Luke's. My mom was like in Chicago, so she wasn't around. So my aunt had to come because they wouldn't work on me without permission. So my aunt had to come and like do permission. So the gash was so wide. Oh, he's whooping him. The gash was so wide that when they injected me with the numbing shit, uh, anesthesia or whatever. Yeah, they did it so many times that they couldn't legally put more into my head. And then she was like, can you still feel it? And I was like, hell yeah, I can feel it. So I felt, bro, 38 stitches every every single fucking in and out 
every tug all the way up the back of my head and 13 staples every single state <laughs> every last one of them i felt it all <laughs> it was awful right, so <laughs> it was the most awful stories. experience ever my turn i'm gonna tell my stitch story <laughs> this is telling them all right so me and my family we went to church we didn't go too often whatever after church we went to mcdonald's for lunch and this is when they still had the playgrounds outside and stuff like that you kids don't know nothing about this no more. If you're younger, you're watching this. They used to have playgrounds outside, and the slide was metal. <clears throat> I go down the slide. My sister comes down behind me too close, and the buckle of her shoe was out. And she kicked me in the back of my head. And I'm like, oh. you know, jerk reaction. The buckle ripped my ear all the way. Like I'm talking about three, six, like I'm all the way. Holy and shit. I was oh, bleeding. My parents take me to the hospital, and I'm sitting there bleeding. They get me ready. They're like, you're going to need stitches. I just go berserk. <laughs> they call like three, four people there in me, dude. And they hold me up, no, no. Then they had to put me on this, this baby blue type thing. And they like strap my head down, strap my chest and arms on my legs. Still, I was like, no. <laughs> I would not stop. Be like, dude, calm down. You're calm down, dude. I was freaking out. It's <laughs> no, crazy. Um, I cracked my head open multiple times when I was like five wrestling. My cousin Leo, what, we were wrestling. He told me to stop and I wouldn't stop. So I ran at him and he tripped me and I flipped over his leg. And then, you know, the corners that stick outwards, like in the house, like just those yeah. out facing corners. I flipped over his leg and like landed directly like back of the head onto that corner, bro. And it just cracked my shit open not, like a coconut dog. It was bad. <laughs> my aunt, uh, rest in peace, um, used to make fun of me for basically the rest of her life. Every time she saw me, she was like, I'm pretty sure I saw your brain. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it was at her house. So, like, yeah, I've been into wrestling a long time, guys. <laughs> Got the scar to prove it. So I was the biggest bully ever, but now I have my times of bullying. And this one time I learned my lesson. I don't remember if I bullied anybody after that, but... I was bullying this kid, and we he was he was my friend. I, he must be getting my nerves or something. I don't know. But, like, I crumpled up this this plane. It was, like, not paper, not wood, but, like, in between kind of, you know? And I like crumpled it up, and I sprinkled it on his head, and he was getting pissed and pissed. And I was like, ah. And out of nowhere, like, he came with, like, a leading right hook and punched me in the same ear that I got them stitches in a while ago. But this is years later, but it instantly just busted my ear back open, dude. I started bleeding and I ran home. I don't think I ever bullied anybody again after that. Did you have to get stitches again? Huh? Did you have to get stitches again? No. He was just sitting there like this and I'm just like, you know, I didn't notice he just came over like, Bang. No. <laughs> Dude, it was instant. I knew it. Instant blood started gushing. We lived kitty corner to each other, luckily. So I just ran across the street home crying like a big baby. I was like, my ear, I have stitches in that. <laughs> I go, <"Bang." laughs> uh, No, but yeah, stitches, dude, it's, it's crazy. The, the pain is different when you don't feel it. But like when you hear it and you feel it, and to wrap a bow on this story, so as I had it, I would count my staples because I'm weird. Like I, I do weird shit. I'm pretty sure I have some type of like <laughs> some disorder, but like I line up my French fries in order by like size. Sometimes it's super weird. 
So I had the stitches and I would go down the back of my head and I would count them every day. I would like find them and count them in my head. And one day at school, I was like laughing real hard and I threw my head back and I hit it on the wall and it hurt. I was like, oh shit. So then I kept counting them. That was, it was like early when that happened, like right after it happened. So I would count them, count them. So then time fast forward, we had to go and get the staples out because the stitches, I'm pretty sure they cut them as well, but they, because they didn't dissolve back then. We were like in fifth, fifth grade or some shit, sixth yeah, grade. Yeah, we something. Um, so I go to the doctor and he's like, how many staples do you have? And I was like, 13. And he was like, okay. So he's pulling them out dying. It sounds crazy when they pull staples out of your head. Like it's like, <clears throat> like it's like, if you ever had a, poop, a tooth pulled, it sounds similar to that. Okay. So I was like, <clears throat> so then he was like, okay, 13. He was like, your file says you have 14. I was like, dude, I count these things every day. Like I have, I have 13 of them. So he's like looking through my hair and dog. Uh, so that time I hit my head on the wall, it pushed the staple in flat to like my head and he was like oh there it is and that was that hurt more than when they put them in <clears throat> it hurt more than the initial than the initial pain of the whole ordeal because he was like i gotta get it out and it was just like just so much pressure like pulling it was it was crazy mm -hmm. it was crazy hold my hand <laughs> <laughs> I think those those um that head damage for lack of a better term has given me like a higher pain tolerance because my pain tolerance is crazy like I mean I don't take pills for nothing in general but like things that hurt people for the most part like I feel it but it's not I don't ever like go crazy about it it never is like oh my god that hurts so much super yeah. weird I have the highest paint tolerance on the on the on, on the planet. I, don't I know probably like damage my brain. I don't know where I get it from. Probably getting beat from my mom when I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I've had dudes pulling on my teeth, and they were numbing my teeth. And I'm such a like I uh, I don't know. They're like, can you still feel it? And I could, but I lied. They said no. So when they were pulling on my teeth, like dude had to like put his foot on my chair. He was like, going like this. And, you know, <laughs> I felt every bit of it. Like a tear was coming down my eye. But dude, I just I don't know. I just grinded through and got through it. And I don't, I don't my that's how crazy time I took. I can hear it was like it was like <laughs> and I and dude, it was hurt. You, you can see little teardrops coming out my little eyes, like <laughs> but dude, I just rocked with it. I'm like, Yo, you good? You still good? I'm like. Yeah, uh, no, I'm uh, finish, finish. <laughs> <laughs> I was super high pain time to do because my pain is the worst besides back. I think because I've had, I've hurt my my back before. That's top. But no, I just get angry. Like one time, my gun at the shooting range, um, I shoot shotguns or whatever, it misfired, and <laughs> I was so mad that it misfired that I cracked it open because it's an over under. And when I went to crack it back closed, it pinched my thumb. Oh, shit. And just had like a crazy blood bubble. And I'm sure it hurt. And everyone's like, oh, shit. I was just so pissed. <laughs> it was it just like matter. this anger. Like, I was like, I didn't feel anything. It was just like, I was so mad. I went and bought another shotgun the next day. <laughs> I was just like, 
I'm pissed. Like this thing bit me. I am not going. But and that like I mean I couldn't play video games because it was like my left thumb. So like that's the movement thumb. And it was right in the middle. <laughs> Just this giant like bubble. <laughs> it was crazy, dog. But Dude, pinching is the worst to me. Pinching and getting my hair pulled. Those those I'll get like I can't tolerate. But anything else I can tolerate. But like, dude, if I pinch my hand into a gun, I'd be like, hey, someone drive me home. Like, I was, oh, I was so mad. I wouldn't even drove home. Uh, like, Zach, hey. uh, buddy Zach, you know Zach. Mm-hmm. Um, not Hawaii, the other Zach. You met him at the bachelor party. Oh, okay. Um, he was like, bro, I've never seen you <laughs> that mad ever. <laughs> I was like, Ever that was the maddest I've I've been I've been that mad twice that time and another time I had bought a car I was on a date with this girl I was super into I bought the car three days before that day and we were going to this river in Puerto Rico and I backed it up into like these weeds and there was a fucking four foot cement post in the weeds. <laughs> And I scratched the whole side of the car, bro. Back all the way to the front of the door. That was the angriest I had ever been. It was like a brand new car. We had just got it. So mad. Second maddest was when my gun bit me. That was awful. Yeah, I'm not. I can't think of the time. I will. I remember this one time this girl pulled my hair. I picked up body slander to a fence. Like, dude, I don't take pulling hair, pulling. <laughs> and that's why I still have my curls and, you know, whatever. I was like, probably like in fifth or fourth grade. I remember she pulled my hair and I like picked her up like wrestling style, like threw her to it. Afterwards, I knew it was wrong. I don't put my hands on with people. I was like, I was a little kid. <clears throat> but yeah, pulling my, dude, if you pull my hair, I'm, a, I'm a, we're going to, we're going to go. <laughs> we're going. <laughs> That's too funny, Dude, what, dog. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, getting off that—that that was fun. Um, I had something. I'm. Oh, you were right about the red centurion. Remember, you said you were wrong. Oh yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they said it's a version of the scarlet centurion. See what? He's not scarlet. He's more blue, but he's yeah, based but, on that character. Yeah, I think I used to read and know more about comics, comics than you, like, earlier in our, like, life or whatever. But, dude, you're surpassing me. When you were telling me about the Red Sertarian and because I'm not going to lie to you guys for water when I was watching a movie and I seen these other Kangs and stuff, I didn't like it because I didn't know nothing about it. And I thought it wasn't canon or something like that. And then Brian was like, dude, and it is canon. Seen it, boom, boom. I went straight I went straight online looking at the books. I was like, oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, the super cat. It was like the that whole right. Coliseum thing was ripped that? straight you out know of about that? I I mean I read Marvel more than DC. I always used to, I usually read like the Flash comics, like and that every time they reboot the DC universe, it has something to do with the Flash. So like I'll read that first Flash one and then kind of pay attention. But when it comes to Marvel, like I'll read anything X Men. And then I'll try to read things that I feel like are going to be a part of the MCU in the future so that I'm more aware of it. So I already knew Kang was going to be a big bad even before Loki. So I just started reading more on it. Plus, you know, um, 
Johnny's one of my favorite superheroes, the um the Human Torch. So in the last Doom comic that I was telling you about that I don't think you read, Kang is in that small run. It was only like eight episodes. So that sparked my interest even more because he's somehow related. It's very wishy-washy, but to either Reed or to Victor. Um, and he's having conversations with Doom, traveling back and forth through time. So I was like, this is pretty cool. So I started like digging deeper and reading more. Oh, I'm one unlimited, so it's super easy to dig into the older stuff. I could just bring the yeah. iPad out and just go through as many books as I can. Yeah, because after you tell me, you were like, man, yeah, this, no, that's Bob, this, Rest and Train. This, I was like, I see myself, I was like, fuck, did he read this? <laughs> It's from like that, that those comics were like the, from the 70s. Yeah, like, there's a lot of shit on Marvel Unlimited. Like, when, when the hell did he read that? <laughs> Brian's making me look stupid out here. Well, not like me stupid. I'm glad you, you educated me. You know what I'm saying? You're like, so dude, I sleep, there, I there sleep, like, I sleep oh. like four or five hours a day, max five hours usually now. Yeah, and I got then a, I'll I got crash a, on, a, on a random day. I'll just crash for like 12 hours. I got to get into your. um. I gotta sign up by your Marvel and start. Yeah, yeah, Marvel. you gotta check it out. But yeah, and then they make it super easy. So like, if you're super into it, like they'll have a section now for like Kang. You go in there and it'll be like, learn about Kang, you know, and the entire Kang dynasty. And then you'll click on yeah. it and it'll show you like all the comic books that have to do with any of them. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, because I was like, the last books when I had a pull list of stuff like that. Still, I was reading the Solo Punisher run. Um, I remember he fought Electro in one of the books. I was like, damn, how the hell is Punisher going to beat Electro? So I thought that was cool. And then there was a Captain America run where, um, damn, I forgot who was doing it. But it was the same guy who was doing art for the new Superman ahead. Like, So he was on Captain America, and I heard he was about to do, I think it was John Romita Jr. He was doing the Captain America at the time. And so Captain America was like on this alien planet all by himself. So I was reading that run because I thought it would be cool, like seeing how Captain America would hold his own just in the middle of nowhere. Like he was crash landed in the middle of nowhere. I don't know how he got there, whatever. So I was reading that run and then I was reading tons of Batman, but it was like a penguin. The penguin was like um a super penguin though. Like he was like blue and big, like Bane size or whatever. And he like just killed Batman, hung him like, hung him by the tree by a chain and stuff like that. He got out of that, but like those are the last those were like and Deadpool I was reading um, a Deadpool run for a while there. Remember, he was killing like um, all the all the presidents came back as like zombies and stuff. And he was killing like George Washington, Abraham Lincoln. That was fire. He was fighting like dinosaurs and stuff. Like I, I dig Deadpool. <clears throat> so, look, so I'm on the app right now. Um, you should check it out though when you get on here. So there's a yeah. there's a highlight section that says entry points of Destiny of X. So that's the latest like. X-Men run so you can click on that and start reading where they say is the easiest to pick up and you know move forward <clears throat> but if you scroll down the first option once you scroll says the ages of Kang and it has Fantastic Four 1961 Rama Tut Fan Avengers 1964 Kang the Conqueror so like that's where I was reading a lot of those um the Avengers Kang Lives, Avengers 1963, Avengers Annual 1967. So I just go through and kind of dig into that. It, it's cool because it lets you see what, what they might be thinking in the future. 
I remember they brought Pen they brought Fantastic Four back for a little bit because they were gone. Yeah. And they brought him back. So I was reading that run, but then that like died off and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because I love Fantastic Four. Like that the cartoon from like the sixties or seventies. I was really into that cartoon. I used to be like, I I love the Fantastic Four. I love both those movies. I don't I hate what they did with Galactus. Me and my dad were both pissed when you see that. Because my dad is the one that got me into comics. We we're like, what? He's like a gas mist or whatever. That was so <laughs> awful. With Silver Surfer. He was he was fire. I, I just can't wait for Fantastic Four to be in the movie because then that's gonna start jumpstart the comic books again. They're gonna have toys. They're gonna be everywhere, man. I, I love Fantastic Four. Like if it was like a top ten superheroes, I wouldn't put just one of them on my list, but it would be like the four of them for sure. So I think they re they they relaunched they relaunched it in twenty eighteen or so, um, and so. If you don't know, just to back it up a second here, the reason they had disappeared from comic books is because when Marvel went bankrupt and sold off their properties, like the Incredible Hulk went to Universal, Spider-Man went to Sony, the X-Men, Fantastic Four, Silver Surfer separately, like he was, they sold the rights separate to the Silver Surfer. Um, yeah. uh, what else was out there? Anyways, that all went to Fox. They died. So when Marvel was purchased by became what we know today and, and Disney bought them. They wanted to bring those properties back. And all the studios were like, yeah, no, we're keeping them. So they were like, okay, you can keep them. We're not going to promote them. You're not going to, you're going to have a, a lot harder time making money off of them basically. So they disbanded the fantastic four. They had them doing like solo stuff. The X-Men basically completely disappeared from Marvel comics outside of like Wolverine and some of the bigger guys that were like in other books. Um, and it, it was crazy for like a decade. Like they just yeah. weren't around. And then I mean, now I that that's all back in house, they relaunched all of it. And now, you know, it'll be growing going forward, but there was a cool crossover between the X-Men. I told you about this on the Dawn of X stuff, <clears throat> the new X-Men stuff crossed over with the fantastic four. I think once, maybe twice, four or five issues where Xavier and Magneto were trying to get Sue and um, Mr. Fantastic to let Franklin come with them because he's a mutant. <laughs> he's like, he should be with his own kind. He should be with us. He was born of ours. And it was crazy. It was crazy. Dude, if you like um, the, you like the Human Torch stuff, like, um, they probably have them on that Marvel thing. So when they got rid of Fantastic Four... <clears throat> They had a run for a while. It was is just the thing in Human Torch. They had their own run for a while. If you if you like Human, you would obviously you love Human Torch. I would read those because I love Thing. So I read I read those. The Thing. I when I talk about Thing with my friends that don't know too much about comics stuff like that. I'm a buddy at work. If you guys don't know, the Thing's base base strength is stronger than Hulk's base strength. So. So, I mean, that'll tell you how strong he is. And then there was a fighting championship back in, like, the 60s, 70s. It was, like, intergalactic. And he was one of the fighters. He won it. Um, and then if we lost, they were going to destroy Earth. And um, the thing won because he, he wouldn't quit. And he's actually a really good fighter. Like, he has he has a style. He has technique. Like, he could bang, and he'll never give up. So think things Always been one of my favorite people, but he, he's very underrated. But when it comes to strength-wise, like he's stronger than the base strength Hulk. He's knocked the Hulk out. 
before the Hawks got strong enough, you know, passes, whatever, because the Hawk keeps getting stronger, if you guys didn't know that. The more he fights, the angrier he gets, the stronger he gets. But so the Hulk, so the thing, his big strength is he, he's pretty tough, man. Him, him and Colossus get kind of blackballed a little bit because yeah. of the other bigger and badder guys. And they're also kind of a part of a team. But Colossus and the thing could hold their own with uh, a regular Hulk. Because World War Hulk came. If you guys ever read that, and I remember because World War Hulk was coming to thrash everybody that sent them away, and it was the Illuminati. So it was Professor X, Mr. Fantastic, Doctor Strange, Black Bolt, and I think Black Panther was Illuminati at the time, Iron Man too. So he was coming back to Earth, and he was like, he wanted just those people. So he's coming for Professor X. Obviously, the X-Men are going to fight. Right. And I remember he got to that fight with Colossus. He was like, hey, man, he's like, you probably would have gave me some go when I was, you know, regular. He's like, but I ain't got time for you today. He just <laughs> grabbed his arms. He just grabbed his arms and crushed them like Play-Doh. Like his hands were just, his arms were just ridiculous. <laughs> Werewolf Hulk, man, if you guys haven't read that and you want to see, like, he, he fought like the whole darn marvel universe is it was pretty cool no you gotta get on here bro we can talk so much stuff so like if you scroll all the way down it says event reading guide so they have the kang dynasty secret invasion which we're getting a tv show on i gotta read There's that. a bunch of comics in there i gotta um, read that civil really... wars secret wars we're getting planet hulk is on there Fire. all the planet hawk books planet hawks from the 1999 run um that's so much X-Men, when you were talking about it, they went away. But I think their big, their first big comeback was X-Men versus Avengers. Did you ever read that run? Yep. I have a couple of those in, in binders. So fire, man. And Stanley, Stanley stands by this that Spider-Man is the greatest superhero in the world. In X-Men versus X-Men versus Avengers, Spider-Man shows again. He's not my favorite, but he's he's one of my tops. He's up there, but he showed again why he's like the greatest superhero in the world, man. You know. He was fighting Phoenix Force members, and he was he like he got away or went, and he refused to not. Dude, he was fighting Colossus with a juggernaut helmet on. Like he <laughs> had no chance, but he he's gonna fight. You know what I'm saying? Like Stanley says, he's the greatest superhero in the world, and I I got a hard time disregarding it. Yeah, no, it's in it's in here on this reading list. <clears throat> um, Inhumans versus X Men. I have a couple of those too. Uh, oh, I got Spider Man: The Clone Sagas on here. X Men: Days of Future Past, one of the most popular X Men runs that there was on here fire. too. Fire, old Logan, so fire. World War Hulk, the complete event, also on here, dude. Like this is the best. What's the app called for the other for the people who Marvel fans like Limited. Marvel Limited, man. Sounds Marvel pretty fire. Limited. <laughs> Dude, that that dude when Gambit fought Captain America and X Men vs Avengers, fire! <laughs> hey, Gambit gave Captain Bro, Gambit that, gave Captain those America scenes when they were fighting. Well, dude, that shows you how beasty Captain America is. Because okay, guys, if you don't know Gambit's full power spectrum, whatever he touches, if it's inanimate, he could turn into a bomb. So him and Cap, they're going, they're going at it. And another thing, Gambit uses his kinetic energy. For more strength and yeah, um, speed. Uh, and speed and agility and agility, so, yeah. So like on on an even level, him him and Captain America, it's it's a good fight. But they show you how 
basic Captain America is when people sometimes yeah. you don't think that, but like, dude, he put his hand on his chest, he turned his whole damn suit into a bomb, and that <laughs> shit blew up. And it just, dude, it, that was gone, and like half his face mask was gone, and then he beat this shit out of Gambit. Yeah, but I mean, that's Gambit kind of piece. Captain America is like he's literally skin tight suit turned into a grenade, and he ate that yeah. shit. The shield had seen better days too. I mean, Gambit is Gambit is that dude. Like people don't know, but being able to control kinetic energy at the molecular level means he can boost his stats at will. I can get yeah. faster, stronger. You know, I can heal differently. Like whatever you want to do, and he has that ability. Like. Not that many people are fighting Cap 1v1. The list is very short. And that was oh. a real competitive fight. Oh, for sure. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, if you're going to talk to me honestly as a fan, I'm I'm a big Captain America fan. But if Gambit touched his suit and did that to his suit, he's getting laid down. <laughs> but you can't do that because there would have been hella – there, you, you, someone's going to have to pay for Gambit beating up Captain America, which I, I give him a 50-50 chance, especially if he did that. I mean, when he took he took his shield, he lit that up and yep. threw it at his ass, yep. which that thing's indestructible, but it's still <laughs> still exploded, but it's it's indestructible, so you can't destroy that thing. I mean vibranium absorbs a lot of energy too, so they ain't yeah, it, not breaking it. it the mixture of vibranium and adamantium yeah. shield is. But dude with Gambit, that's what I'm saying, like he's never Got his doo doo. So I hope this Gambit and Rocon book, you know, propels him a little bit, some of that. But he should have been had a movie. He should have his own comic book run. A hundred percent. Long. Like he, dude, like he should have a run like Spider Man run. Like there's always a constant Spider Man book. There should always be a constant Gambit book. There should always. He has so much to offer his powers, his style, the way he talks, the way he interacts with women gambling and he's playing because he so other people that you guys probably don't know this gambit has like a glimmer like with a vampire you know when the vampires yep. they could talk to people charm. and they like kind of yeah they're trying to get him something to do and, and it's not like a it's not a low level charm like it is high. it is high. a charm like he can charm almost anyone yeah. to do anything <laughs> so just imagine he's gambling he ain't gonna lose <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna win, you know what I'm saying? And he's gonna take your bitch. He, he ain't gonna lose. <laughs> they said he's on a level of Dracula. His charm's yeah. on a level of Dracula. And then also with his kinetic energy, he could block um like um Professor Xavier and Jim yeah. Gray from meth like people just don't even know the telekinesis gambit, you know what I'm saying? And then when he became one him. of the four, he became one of the four horsemen of apocalypse. He was um uh what do they call the Omega? Kind of yeah, he was an Omega level mutant. So people don't even know the heights of Gambit. Man. <laughs> he, he he's fire. I'm glad that Rogue and Gambit book is good. I gotta go pick that up too. Gotta get it. So let's end it on this because you mentioned Omega. I wasn't planning on doing this. I had it in my head for a future video or something, but we'll end it on this. If you can choose, and you, we you can cheat. Look up the list if you need to. What, I already kind of know who you're going to say. I, I already know it. If you can choose one level, Omega level mutant's ability, just one, what would it be and why? Iceman. I knew you were going to say Iceman. Why? <clears throat> well, when he was when he became Omega level, he could control any kind of water, minute water. So he could freeze the water inside your body 
and kill you in seconds. I'm picking Iceman all day. And dude, just imagine that. Like, dude, there could be a whole army coming at you. You just focus your powder, dude. You're freezing their lungs, everything inside their body, and they're dead. And then when he was Omega level, he was able to turn into like a giant ice creature. Like that book is fire. If you guys don't ever do, the Avengers had to fight him. Thor, he was whooping Thor's ass. He was Magneto, like Omega level Iceman. Beast. And plus, he's <laughs> one of my favorite. I mean, movies. he's nasty. He is but nasty. Freeze the molecules inside your body. And then second would be um, Magneto. He's Omega level without Yeah, being, Magneto's fire. Because he I can like take Magneto. the iron. He can take the iron out of your uh, right out of your blood. Out of your blood, you, pull, you know. You know what I'm saying? So there was a there was only a little time where Iceman was Omega. Magneto is Omega. Omega level. So, so yeah, for yeah. me, so Iceman, I think, is the easiest answer just because he's so super OP. But I think I would like, like, personally, what powers I would enjoy that would be really cool. I think I would, I would do like, um, Magneto would also be cool, I think, in general, just because magnetism. Like, you can do so much with that in general, like so much, so much shit we've already seen. But I think Jean's just so badass, bro. Like the her powers are insane, dog. Like we're taking full teams to take this chick down when she's on when she's unhinged. Like you talking about Phoenix? Yeah, like just in general, like even if we say Gene Marvel Girl, like take the Phoenix out of it. Like her telekinesis and telekinetic abilities are insane. And if you yeah. add, you know, the Phoenix side to it, then it's just completely out of control. Yeah, because like um Professor X, he can only mess with your mind. Right. Gene Craig, Gene Craig do everything that Professor X can do, <clears throat> plus lifts your fucking house up yeah. or, <laughs> with cars or Block things. It's just gross, dog. Telepath. So, being a telepath, there's a couple crazy strengths, right? So, like, Jean's probably the strongest, arguably, telepath. Mm -hmm. Then you got Xavier. Apparently, Emma Frost is a strong ass telepath as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, but what puts her over is the TK telekinesis on top of being a telepath. Yeah. I mean, what do you like? There's nothing. What are you gonna say? That's why I understand they make her weak internally in the comic books. Because if she wasn't, there would be no need for the X-Men. She's washing everybody. No, she's washing them all. <laughs> but she's very soft mentally and eternally. Like, she don't trust in herself. Once stuff starts getting heavy on her, she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like you said, uh, what's her name? Um, witch, the white witch. Um, <laughs> Frost. Emma Frost. Yeah, Emma, Emma Frost. She's a badass by herself, Bruh. just as a she person, she's cold, dog. Yeah. So when she's messing with your head, she's cold blooded. Yeah, she's cold. She is cold. <laughs> okay. All right, y'all. Well, thanks for stopping by. Uh, I lied. Ray, who you got? Bones Jones or Game? Who you think I, want, I want Jones Bones to come back just because, but I'm not going to, yeah, just because, but I'm not going to sit here. I'm not crying for him because I was talking shit about him. You know what I'm saying? But he he did it all, all to himself. Yeah, so, he did. This is all self-inflicted. Redeem yourself, get on the right path, and be the greatest UFC fighter like I said you were before that. I think he's the greatest fighter ever. Yeah, ever. I agree. 
favored. He's been gone for three years and he's favored. I don't I don't know. I how you know dude is fighting a legit heavyweight and so styles make matchups, right? Like styles makes fights. That's just how it is. And this dude has benefited from being faster than most other people, and his takedowns are crazy. I don't know how much faster he's gonna be than Jones is. So like it could be interesting. And if if Bones gets you and he's on top throwing elbows, there ain't nobody withstanding elbows from not even that though. Like if if John he's not gonna be he's not gonna be the same speed he was. No, no, he's bigger. Right. But if he can move faster than most heavyweights, this guy's gonna have a problem because his kicks, his elbows, his punches, he he has a reach from legs and his hands. And then his elbows and then wrestling, you don't want to take him to the ground. He'll beat you from the bottom, which he's never really been in the bottom. But John Bone, he can beat you in so, so many ways. And I think he's going to start this fight off with a bunch of leg kicks because you're going to have to slow that big fucker yeah, down. Yeah, you got to slow him down. And he's he really good at takedowns. So I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to take Bones to the ground. Yeah, who right kicks than John Jones? So, but yeah, man. Love you guys. Get this going. Subscribe on everything TikTok, Facebook. YouTube. Let's get it going, baby. Let's go. Make sure you subscribe. See ya. Sir.